welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we talk all things dance and the performing arts industry. A place where we share knowledge and real stories from people in the industry in the hope of inspiring and educating. We are your hosts, Kaylee and Charlie. I always love the start of the year when we head back to dance. It's always exciting starting new troop routines and getting to learn new skills. What I don't love is how your feet always seem to grow and you need new shoes. Well, it's lucky that we have amazing stores in Australia, like Block, for you to get all of my new shoes from. And it's very lucky for one of our listeners that we are teaming up with Block to give away a $150 gift voucher to use online. That will definitely get you some new shoes and leotards. Make sure you listen to the end of today's episode to hear the link for your chance to win this awesome prize. And the reason that we are teaming up with Block today is not only because they have high quality dance supplies, but because our guest today is actually a Block young artist. Today, we have the absolute pleasure of talking to one of the most dedicated, hardworking and talented young dancers you will find. Holly Robinson is a young lady with the world at her feet. At just 10 years of age, she already holds numerous national titles and even an international crown. Holly has been crowned Dancer of the Year twice, won Get the Beat National Champion and Dance Life Unite National Champion. She has also competed overseas and was awarded Car Miss USA. Holly is an assistant for Rebecca Davies' Radar Technique, which has given her the opportunity to travel around the world. We interviewed Rebecca back in episode 43, so make sure you check it out to find more out about Radar Technique. Most importantly though, Holly is so much more than a talented dancer. She is a humble, down-to-earth young lady, and we are so excited to be talking to her today. Welcome, Holly. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. You were only 10 years old, but you were an absolutely amazing dancer. How old were you when you first started? I started dancing when I was four and a half, and I started dancing because my sister danced. What did you start with? My first ever dance style was jazz, and the song was Shake It Off. Do you remember what the costume was? It was like a frilly jazz dance with rainbow spats and like sequins all over. What studio were you at? I was at Lisa Williams Dance Studio where my sister was as well. Did you also do gymnastics? Yes, I did gymnastics and I was training in the international training squad. So it was like when you go to like the Olympics and stuff. What age were you when you started gymnastics? I was like seven maybe, six, seven. And do you still do the same level of training or you've decided to go more towards Um, dance? I only do dance now because I was doing four days a week or four hours of training for gym and they wanted me for more so I had to decide if I wanted to do dance or gym so I picked dance. You picked dancing, you didn't want to go to the Olympics and be a gymnast? Well, if I could go back, I would but like I still like dancing better. (laughs) What was your first big breakthrough win at a competition? When I was age seven, I won dance Life Unite and that was my first ever big nationals. When you were seven, was that the first time you'd gone to nationals? Oh, I went when I was six and I got into the top ten and then I didn't make it the top five but that's okay. The second year you take the whole thing out and win it. Yeah. Holly, you now train at Mitch Michaels Legacy. Why do you enjoy being at Legacy? Well, I like being at Legacy because I've been with Mitch since I was like seven at my old, old dance studio. And he opened a um, studio, so I went to there, and I like making new friends there, and it's really fun. So Mitch only just opened that studio this year, didn't he? So you've been there for a year? 
Yeah, I've been there for a year because he had like his other place, but there wasn't as many people. And then he moved to where Dance Avenue was, and now we're training with like those kids as well. So I've been with him for like a year. What do you like about the way Mitch teaches you to dance? Well, I like how he teaches his technique. And once he teaches his technique, he, if you have privates with him, you can do like solos with him. And he teaches them nice and slow, so then you can pick up the choreo easy. I remember Mitch telling us that your All By Myself solo is one of his favourite that he's ever choreographed. It is <laughs> one of his favourites. Yeah, I've done that for like a year now, and I learned it, and I won Get the Beat with that. Oh, hand over Get the Beat with that. Do you like performing that solo? Um, Yeah, I like performing that one. I've done that a lot of places now. I've seen you dance it. It was pretty spectacular when we saw it. You have been Dancer of the Year at Showcase, Get the Beat National Champion and Dance Life Unite National Champion. How does it feel to be named National Title Winner? I feel very happy and proud that I've won all of those and I feel like very special because I've always won all the nationals. How do you feel when you're standing up on that stage and they're getting ready to announce? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Sometimes I'm nervous, but depending on what nationals, sometimes I'm really excited. It just depends on the day. And when they call out your name? I'm like... <laughs> you travelled to America to compete and actually won Car Miss USA. What was that experience like? I loved that experience because we got to go with all the winners from Get the Beat and we went over there and I got to watch everyone perform their solos at the finals and then we also got to do a group dance and then we also went on some rides all together at the end. Are the really competitions fun. different in America? Much different because there's lots more people there and it's a bigger atmosphere than here. When you get there, there's heat Heaps of people ready to watch you. There's lots of loud noises and things. Does that ever make you nervous? Nothing really makes me that nervous. It makes me more excited and makes me want to, like, dance more. How do you get to the place where you're confident and you're ready to take it all on and you're not nervous? My teachers are very motivated, so then they just say, doesn't matter what happens out there, just keep going, and then, yeah. I love your attitude, Holly. It's fantastic. Would you ever go back to America for another competition? I would definitely go back to America for another competition because I loved how fun it was and how much experience I got over there and it's just a great place. You're a member of Architect Squadron. When did you come across Rebecca Davies? I came across her when I was in, once I won Hollywood Bound, I went over there and I did the World Dance Cup and she did a workshop. So I went to that workshop and then I've done workshops over here when she came over here and then I loved it. How did you get to become a part of Architect Squadron where you actually get to now go on travel with her? I always did her classes and then after one workshop she asked me and I was so happy and then after that I just started doing training with her and she made me so much better. She's so much fun. How do you think radar technique has helped you? It's helped me in all my turns, flexibility and strength because all the training she does makes my legs very strong and it makes me get power so it's really nice. How long ago did you become an assistant? I became an assistant last year so I've only been one for like a year now and she took me to a couple small places like Perth and that and like just in Sydney like area and Australia and then she took me overseas overseas like Russia and places like that. So where are the countries you have traveled to? I've been to Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane, Russia, Ibiza, Scotland, Spain. What's been your favorite one and why? Russia's been my favorite one because they all work hard over there and I liked like the teacher translated it for Rebecca so then they could know what they were doing and it was really cool to listen to the language and I really liked how cold it was over there. You like the cold? Yeah. (laughs) 
I really wanted to see snow and then on the way, I think it was on the way back home, we saw snow falling on the ground and I really wanted to go out but we couldn't go out of the airport so I just saw it but I've never actually touched it. What has been your most memorable dance achievement, the one that sticks out in your mind? KER definitely has been the most because there's so many great dancers there. I was really proud that I won that because it's very hard to win that dance. How many kids are you against when you go overseas? 40 or 50 maybe. There's quite a bit. It's not like a small comp. It's very big. Like there's a lot of kids there. Is their dancing similar to yours or you think it's got more tricks Um, or more turns or? Our dance is completely different because we're all from different areas so some dances are like more traditional and some are more commercial you're 10 years old so this is going to be a hard question for you what have been the biggest challenges you faced when i went in a boot for like six weeks maybe when i hurt my foot from overusing it in because i was rolling that way so i overused it and then i was in a boot for six weeks i think and then i couldn't dance what did you actually injure i injured my sesamoid bone yeah on my toe, big toe, and that threw me out for ages, and it was a stress fracture. How did you deal with being out of dancing for six weeks? I was actually really sad, but mm. I could still stretch and do things like that. Like, and I did my physio exercises, which strengthened it, and then it got me back into dancing. Were you still going to class oh, and doing all the yeah. arm movements? Yeah, but because it was COVID, it was a great time because it was all on Zoom, so I wasn't missing out on much anyway. <laughs> Good timing. Yeah. You talked about that injury. Have you had any other injuries? So far, not, but that's the only one I've had so far in my whole life. Touch wood. Do you need to do anything to stop yourself from getting any other stress fractures? If I do my physio exercises, it strengthens it so it shouldn't happen again. And if I really focus on not rolling, it shouldn't happen again. Is that like a toe rise type thing that was causing that? I went on Releve and I went too high and kind of rolled my foot in and then it put too much pressure on that bone and then stress fractured it. There you go. Was it painful? Yes, it was very painful. I had it for like four months and then my mum thought it was a bug bite, but then it kept hurting. So then we got it checked out and it ended up being a stress fracture. <laughs> That's the sort of thing us mums do because we don't know how seriously to take your complaints. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever had any self-doubt? No, I've never had any self-doubt. As I said before, my teacher's very motivated, so they stop me from not being confident in myself. And I've always just liked dancing and stuff, so it's never made me doubt myself. What are the things they say to you to make you feel confident? If you go out there and don't win, it doesn't matter. It's only a comp at the end of the day. Just keep trying your best. Never give up. What sort of training do you do on a weekly basis? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like my normal classes, so like tap, hip-hop, jazz, lyrical. And then on Saturday, I do privates. And I do my ballet for the whole morning. How many privates would you do a week? Maybe like three or four privates a week. And what are you mainly focusing on? Is it learning new solos? Is it doing technique? Is it ballet training? One of them I do like classwork for ballet and the dancers, for RAD. And then another one would be like just practicing technique and focusing on my solos for nationals and like making sure they're crisp and clean. What grade are you in in ballet? I'm now in grade five because I just finished my grade four exam. Okay. Now, I think you go pretty well in your ballet exams. What's the highest mark you've ever gotten? I've got 96 two years in a row. Wow. That's phenomenal. Are you naturally flexible? I am definitely not naturally flexible. It's taken me like 
five years. I couldn't even do it like a bridge and a front split. When I was like five, I was really unflexible. Like my leg was like here. It was really bad. I struggle to believe that, Holly, because I have seen videos of how flexible you are now. How hard have you worked to get to that point? I worked very hard. In quarantine, when I stretched like every day, it really helped. And then got my legs higher, flexible. And then just working on strength and flexibility and acro made me build up like confidence and then made my legs go higher. How often, how long do you stretch? If I have time, I stretch half an hour each day. And I stretch like on the weekends and in private and in all classes before class. How many pirouettes can you do? I can do six to eight. I can do eight on a very good day and six on a really bad day. It's not a great day if I do six. It's a terrible day when you can only get six out. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite turn to do? My favourite turn is a coupe turn. Or Fuerte's into coupe turn. I can usually whip myself around faster and get more turns out of it. What is your favourite acro trick to perform? It's either a cartwheel semi walkout, so it's like a like a cartwheel handspring, but with my legs split and it's no handed, or a round off triple back handspring tuck. A round off triple back handspring tuck. Yeah. My goodness, you need a lot of space for something like that, though. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but sometimes I can stay near on the spot. It's easier. You do your back handsprings almost on top of each other? Yeah, technically. (laughs) Do you prefer turns or leaps? I prefer leaps. I like strength and it's easier than turns because turns you have to whip yourself around. And my spot's not that great, but I can spot. I just like ZA's better. What is your favourite style to dance? My favourite style is either acro. I've had a teacher since I was, oh, for four years. So I was like five. And then I like ballet because ballet's really fun and I like doing exercises. All lyrical. They're definitely my three favourites. And I can't pick out of those three. <laughs> what style do you find the hardest to dance? I find that hip-hop's hardest because that's not my strength dancing-wise. Like, it's the hardest for me because I'm not great at it, but I try, and I've started hip-hop lessons. What are your goals for the future? My goals are to either get into Cirque du Soleil or be in the Royal Ballet. Oh, they're quite different, aren't they? Yeah, they are. How much dancing do you get to do at school? Uh, From Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to Friday. On Tuesday, I do jazz. On Wednesday, I do ballet. Thursday, I do ballet. And Friday, I do contemporary. But next year, you also can pick an elective. So I'm going to pick tap. So do you get to do that in school hours instead of some of the subjects you'd normally do? Well, yes, I do. But we go till 3.25 in the afternoon. It's an hour and a half for good dance. So then we get the same academics. Do you have a goal as to if you want to go into full-time or you want to, once you finish high school go straight into a ballet what's your plan once I finish school later I'll decide if I want to do ballet in the Royal Ballet or Cirque du Soleil and then I'll go off and do that when I'm that age and then after that I'll want to be a physio and then a doctor and then an artist to retire (laughs) oh you've got it all planned out yes I do (laughs) are there any choreographers that you'd love to work with or dancers that inspire you I would really like to work with Autumn Miller Mark Meisner's Abby Lee Abby Lee from Dance Moms yes do you watch the show yeah I always watch the show watch it like the other day Who's your favourite dancer on the show? I like all the dancers. Where can people follow your progress? They can follow me on Instagram, which is hollydolly.dancer, and on YouTube, which is also hollydolly.dancer. Well, Holly, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you for letting me do this.
guys. Thank you, Holly, so much for chatting with us today. We can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Remember, you can find all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Please feel free to get in touch with any feedback or questions you have via DM on Instagram at Dance Matters Podcast. To be in the running to win our fabulous $150 gift voucher to Block, you need to head to this website www.block.com.au forward slash podcast. You can find all of the terms and conditions on our Instagram page. Entries close Sunday the 28th of February, so make sure you enter before then. Don't forget to check out Block for all of your dance needs. Keep dancing. And remember, listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.